Hey guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter, and you guys, uh, today, a special day, the release of Season 5, or maybe last night, you guys still might be up from the binge, I'm not I'm not sure, but my guest for today's episode is Kristen Baldwin, returning from Entertainment Weekly. How are you doing, Kristen? I'm good, thanks for having me, this is becoming a fun tradition. Yes, I, I, I love the word tradition, so, you know, expect uh, <laughs> another reach out here at season yes. six if uh, w- if and when it finally gets greenlit. So we're still yeah. kind of waiting on oh, that. Please, come on. I know. Yeah. Uh, for those that missed the the uh, last season's episode, you joined me for uh, top five uh, things we did not expect from season four. We might talk a little bit about season five, but we're going to be discussing top five finally moments from season five. So I'm really excited. Uh, but before we get in, into our list, uh, I, I kind of wanted to kind of pick your brain a little bit about season five. Um, and, you know, I don't want you to give anything away from like what you will be uh, talking about in, in your upcoming pieces. And we just had a, a previous, uh, you, you had a previous thing with uh, Thomas yesterday. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. Thomas so- and UG uh, did a video interview with EW.com and I'll have another piece with a little bit more from UG coming up. So and more, uh, you know, spoilery stuff uh, next week. Well, there you go. Yeah, keep it locked. And, you know, I uh, definitely reshare and try to put things in the descriptions there. Um, yeah. So uh, uh, season five, just kind of like initial thoughts, anything you, you kind of been holding on that you just wanted to say or, you know, shout out from the top of the mountain kind of thing. You know, because uh, it's it's been weeks, right? It's been, yeah. I mean, I I really love seeing Chosen just integrated into uh, the Valley. And honestly, I mean, you and I talked about this a little bit uh, offline, but like butt shot, we got a Chosen butt shot. Like what? <laughs> I mean, that, you know, I loved it because it actually does make, it feels totally in keeping with the character that of course he would just take a naked swim in the morning and, and think nothing of it to get out of the pool, totally butt naked and, and with, uh, you know, Amanda standing there. So, um, the, I loved that's it. A, that's the karate kid to confidence of chosen that, you know, <laughs> that I haven't seen in a while. That's yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, and I also did love, uh, you know, in keeping with the, the chosen, I love, the fact that he's been carrying a torch for Kumiko this whole time. And I, that voicemail message he left her, I thought was so sweet. And I hope that in season six, we might get a little bit of that love story. I would love to see that. I mean, he's such a great, uh, you know, hero now. He certainly started as a villain, but he's really reformed and he's such a great complex character and I want to see him happy and he deserves the love of his life. So that made me happy. Yeah, it it uh, gave me all the feels. Um, yes, you know, and like for those that don't know, Yuji and Tamlin are such great friends too. You know, and so I have always kind of wondered, you know, what's up? Did uh, why why was Trouble always looking for you? You know, mm-hmm. like why 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 was Chosen always on Daniel's ass in the Credit Kid uh, two movie? Well, yeah, if if he's always loved her uh, as a child because. We, um, at the very least, we knew it, it didn't seem like it was like a Johnny Alley thing, right? Like they didn't just break up. They were, right. they weren't together. And so this, uh, foreigner comes into, you know, his, 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 um, his home. And then obviously is sweet on this girl who he's in love with. So yeah. Yes. Um, and, I, I love and, it. and maybe he's never had the courage to tell her and that's where his bravado comes in. He sort of masks his insecurity with his, you know, shirts unbuttoned down to here and the medallions and you know keep it for your collection uh but i love the idea that like now that he's a fully emotionally realized adult male he can say out loud you know this woman is special to me and i've never you know i would maybe it's not too late to tell her right i mean and it, it just makes sense like if you think back to like season three 
and uh you know um kumiko reaching out to chosen like yeah i mean the last time he saw daniel was a fight to the death and for <laughs> for for kumiko he will do anything yeah so he's like okay i'll you know i'll come and bear the hatchet with this guy because you're asking me to because you're asking yeah. me to yeah i feel uh, like we've got to see more of that in six we've got it and oh i'm starting to get a little emotional but the, <laughs> in that in that voicemail when he says um I, you know, I made a big mistake. I should have brought you with me. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, and then just the way it ends. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, another <laughs> Michael Jonathan Smith episode there. Shout out uh, to him. Yeah, he also yeah, wrote um, 304, The Right Path in season three. Yeah, so great episode. Um, yeah, the uh, I, I'm a little, I'm a little sad a little sad i don't know if i'm using the right term here but uh i feel there was a missed opportunity for the all six after the beat uh, the chosen beat down in season two or episode two where he takes down six senseis yeah like, i i i hope that's a cut line it was just kind of i made the meme and everyone thought it was perfect clearly <laughs> like that that i i didn't you know expect that to go viral but um yeah i was just kind of like oh there's no mention of all six anywhere all of season five Maybe but, it was there and they had to cut it for time. You never know. Maybe. Did you catch the, um, uh, you know, like in Credit Kid Part 2, Chosen has this line, come here, I want to show you something, you know, before he yeah, trashes the Miyagi-Do. Uh, yeah. Did, did you catch a similar kind of line from Terry Silver saying that? Oh, when with the swords? Yeah, yeah. So th that second episode, he's like, yeah. uh, he might have said like, you know, grab your drink or... Yeah, I want uh, to show he, you something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I, I saw that. I was like, oh, that, that's, oh. that's got to be it. So yes, yeah. yeah that's Joan Luan. Um, yeah, I love, I love that episode too. Uh, okay, all right. Well, since we're not doing the things we uh, did not expect from season five, we uh, I don't know if you have any. I have just a couple random ones while I was working on that list before I decided, hey, what about finally moments might be more fun? And it's also just different from last season. Did you have any things that you just didn't expect at all other than the, a side of Chosen we didn't see before? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a cheek of Chosen that we didn't yeah. see. Um, you know, I do, but they kind of tie into my finally moments. So I'm I'm sure. going to I'm going to hold back until we uh, discuss each of those moments. What about you? Um, so, I mean, I don't know if anyone would have expected uh, seeing Karate Kid 1, Johnny. Oh, I yeah. that was creepy. <laughs> the de-aging. And you know what? I need to ask uh, the big three, but uh, I know that uh, Zapka has the jacket. So I wonder if that actor who was, because you saw in the credits, there's actually an actor sitting there and then they CGI'd the whatever. Um I wonder if the actor was wearing the actual jacket. I follow him on Instagram. I'm going to have to find out. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I, I don't know if I was about to back out of my seat or fall yeah. out of my seat. Yeah. But I was just like, what, what is this? But I, I did reach out to John and I was like, you, so, so you guys got that Marvel money or what? Like, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's so not cheap. It's it not looks cheap. good. Yeah. It looks it does. good. Did not expect that. Um, and did not expect it. Uh, and, and that's the thing. We don't want to expect these things. But, um, you know, I, I, I didn't expect to be uh, fooled by the crease surprise at the end, obviously. Same. Um, just, just, just because of uh, freaking Hayden and his Hayden Anigans on Twitter. Like, yes. Oh, there comes a time when you have to kill off your legacy. You're like, what are you? You know, and, and he's I'm such sure... a troll. Like he's he... so trolling all of us. But yeah, I yeah. was a hundred percent fooled by that. Yeah, and it, but if you think about it in hindsight, like you, you could kind of see, you know, the setup that this guy, you know, he's apparently loyal to Crease now, and and helped them with this, uh, um, with this uh, ruse. But yeah, I, I was definitely fooled. Um, and did you know my theory about Chosen going into season five? I don't know if you've. I don't think so. What was it? That Chosen was gonna die. Um, oh. Yeah, because because Ralph revealed during San Diego Comic Con prior to season three's release that Larusso was returned to Okinawa. So um, Brianna and I we did a episode. Um, I don't remember if we, had, if we had guests, but we talked about that very thing and um, some of our theories, like what would take you know Daniel back to Okinawa. One of my theories was that oh maybe um, that girl he saved from 
the second movie, maybe she's getting married and they kept in touch. Oh, like he yeah. saved her life, you know? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and so I wasn't too far off. Like, hey, Yuna shows up and she has a name. Um, but then I was also like, well, you know, Chosen was always talking about honor and stuff like that. You know, what What if uh, Daniel goes to Okinawa and then being a LaRusso and a hothead, you know, he's he causes, you know, stirs up some shit with the wrong people. Yeah. And then uh, Chosen has to step in and then like so somehow, you know, indirectly LaRusso was, um, you know, the reason that like Chosen gets killed, like protecting him or something like that. Oh, and so that, that was would be interesting. So leading up to season five. That was another theory that I, I brought up off of the uh, I am gasoline. And I was yeah, like, oh, man, yeah. they're really setting him up to be like a really big badass. And I go, yeah, what if they kill him off in season five now? It's like, it's nothing I want, but it kind of no, makes but, sense. But they were messing with us. <laughs> they were messing with us again. And again, yeah. I was totally fooled by that. I was like, there's no way. And then I love that he just hops back up and and he's like, oh, it's just a flesh wound. <laughs> right. And so I, I, I'm definitely going to ask them, like, was there any like ideas of actually doing it, you know, and because yeah. and I, I, um, I don't know if you saw my picture with Yuji a few weeks ago mm -hmm. or maybe last month. Um, I, I, I told him my theory and he, he looked at me and he's like, interesting. You know, it's just like, okay, all right. Well, I, I mean, I know you can't say anything, but yeah. I, I just told him. So I wonder if he's just all like, oh, you're not too far off. Um, right. But I, I, I thought they were going to do it. And I was sitting there and I, I, I just like I was starting to get really emotional because my other idea, because, you know, we know TV tropes, right? Nobody. Mm -hmm. He's not dead. Of right? course. That's a huge TV trope. And so I was just like um, another thought I had was if they did this and showed us nobody, uh, I, I thought maybe it would be saved for the very end. Like Kumago arrives and takes him back to Okinawa. Okay. You know, like something yeah. like that. I, I thought we would have maybe seen his body then. But when he shows up at the house, I go, all right, they didn't do it. They didn't do they it. They didn't so, do it. How could they? Yeah. He's too good. He's, he is too good. And uh, I, I will lo would love to see him uh, return in season six. But uh, it, I, I, that was another thing I didn't expect to see um, as much chosen as we did, you know, like yeah. just about every episode. So, yeah, I mean, you can never give me too much chosen. So, no, yeah, no, I love yeah. That. Give, give me a chosen spinoff, you know, uh, stuff, you know, prior to season three. So, um, okay, uh, I that's, that's all I could think of right now. Um, maybe some of the other things would probably tie into my finally moments as well. Uh, Kristen, you are the guest. Um, <laughs> I, you know, my mine is in order. I, I don't know. Yeah, I'll, mine's I'll mine's it in is some kind of order, yeah. Okay. Okay. So we'll just kind of go down five to one and then we'll go over any honorable mentions if you have any. So starting off with your five, what do you have for a, um, a finally moment? My number five finally moment is Amanda hitting a breaking point. You know, it's been five seasons with her husband locked in the quote, mortal enemy Jojo's battle of the, for the soul of the Valley thing. And it keeps interfering with her life. And in episode four of this season, you know, she finally hits her breaking point because, you know, there's the charity fundraiser. She's trying to get the spot on the board and, and it's at Terry's house. And Terry, knowing exactly what he's doing, he manipulates Daniel into causing a scene and humiliating her. And honestly, she just can't take it. She's done. And finally, she says, handle it, but I'm not going to be here and I'm going you know, I'm going to uh, my mom's house because I can't deal with you and and your nonsense anymore. And so that was a finally moment for me because I like the fact that like she's been real patient. You know, she definitely uh, every season is getting you know more and more annoyed, but she's never she's never really drawn a line. And I was happy to see her do that. Okay. Now I don't know if this is part of your list, but you just reminded me of another things I didn't expect from season five. Um, uh, uh, Amanda's cousin. Oh, Jessica. that's a part of my list. Okay. I love it. Okay, I so, love so it. I, I, yeah. I will wait for that. Um, yeah, I, I love that moment. And God, can you imagine how embarrassed Amanda was at the at the charity? Like, and Daniel, you fell for one of the oldest tricks in the book. Like, I mean, he, he he might as well have been Robbie at the prom, you know, where like Tori's like, hey, give me a hand. You know, you're yeah. all dry. Like, come on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He really, he just, it was so easily manipulated. And, uh, you know, Silver had him on his back foot from the moment they stepped into the, to the house. And he just 
couldn't help himself like he just in terms of like he couldn't put it aside for one day and terry knew that's exactly why he did what he did because he knew that daniel wouldn't be able to uh not take the bait yeah i know it's like dude you're in kind of you know it's public it's basically public and daniel what are you doing so yeah, yeah. That, that's a that's a great one um mine is um I have it at, it, this is something I've been waiting. So my my number five finally moment, I've been waiting, but I was kind of like, ah, I was hoping that it would, it would be a little bit like a, a bigger moment, but um, Bad Hawk being exposed. So oh. like where, where Robbie's like, you broke Dimitri's arm. You trashed his dojo. Like I've been waiting for that. I, th- there was no mention of the Medal of Honor, but um, I was hoping right. it was going to come with Daniel. You know, and and um, I, we even speculated. Oh, what if like Chosen brings it up? Like, oh, you uh, you trashed Miyagi Do too? So did I. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. so I, I was thinking there would, there'd be a bonding moment. So again, um, you know what we learned from season four, speaking with um, many of the writers, including Joe and Lewan, who wrote Party Time four oh eight. They said that that episode was originally like close to 45 minutes or something. And mm-hmm. I think it ended up being like 37. So a lot was chopped out. And so I, I am so curious to see what was taken out of uh, season five because it's so many characters and so many things where um, there was a few points. I even thought like, oh, did they pivot away from what they were kind of setting up from a previous season? Mm-hmm. But I, again, some I, a lot of kids took a backseat, you know? Yeah. Dimitri. Yeah. For, for example he did have they, that great moment in the final battle where he, he you know he beats them all up and then he says that felt great bitch <laughs> well that was great but but also my 10 year old loved seeing him being uh johnny's uh uh, you know, the one oh that yes, the, the nerd yeah. squad or whatever yeah. it was called. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, then Johnny says something like uh, "geek" or "dwee," whatever you identify. With. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by all, I, I have to give a shout out to my friend Sensei Pialani. She came up with "peak Johnny." So yes. this is like season five. That is was peak, peak Johnny. Johnny. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Um. Okay. So yeah, I I was hope. I mean, I'm glad it got addressed, but I was hoping exactly. that more will come from from it clearly you know hawk is a little bit more eli now and i'm sure he's very sorry but i i would have uh liked to uh, see him like really be sorry and speaking with either chosen or daniel about it and maybe that there you know there could be an opportunity for for that down the road but you're right it's good that they at least acknowledge like hey you were a real you know asshat last season and you know and he did just sort of have that moment where he switched back to a good guy in, at the Christmas battle. Um, but I, you, I agree. I'm glad that they addressed it. And maybe they could, you know, there's yeah. certainly uh, plenty of other characters who are currently, you know, in the midst of their heel turn. And so when they when they turn back, if they turn back, uh, perhaps it can be addressed then. Yeah, I, I like that phrase because I, I might have typed that down on my phone too. Heel turn here. Well, um, you know, uh, yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, classic wrestling. So absolutely. Uh, so my number four moment, uh, finally moment, and this, I was not sure how to phrase it. I'm going to say Tori and Sam working together because I don't want to say that they mended fences because they don't quite do that. You know, this season, Tori finally comes clean ultimately about uh, to Sam about Silver bribing the ref and you know rigging the tournament and this leads to another fight because sam is so angry that she kept this information um but there's this evolution where you know sam gets to see more of what tori's dealing with at home with her mom and then also she in that last climactic battle at the cobra kai dojo um she sees that you know sensei kim is like a total sadist as well and a a total psycho and so sam sees her sees tori at you know being sort of you know really just abused by by sensei kim and and she jumps in to help her and they fight sensei kim together so i liked the fact that they're not bffs but they're at least like They've reached some kind of understanding and they were working toward us a common goal this time. And I like that. It's kind of like a better version of uh, Johnny and Daniel in episode 302, right? At yeah. The top shop. Yeah. Right? They're, they're, yeah. They're working together with, without like, you know, breaking character. It was like, oh, no, and start fighting each other. So, yeah. Yeah. I really so I enjoyed that. that. And I think there's more for for 
evolution to be seen there. Um, but I like the fact that they're no longer, and they seem to be, they put it behind them, the, the ex-boyfriends thing. Like, it seems like we're, we're moving on from that. Cause you know, yes, it's very, it's a very sort of popular and understandable trope to have the girls and the boys fight over each other. But I like, I'd like to see them work together rather than still be bitter about, you know, Oh, you dated my man and vice versa. Absolutely. I um I was actually kind of hoping that uh Tori and Robbie that their breakup would have been a little bit more amicable. Yeah. Um, and it, it was it was fine. It, it wasn't like a, like a bad breakup, so that's good. But um you know I just thought that maybe Tori would be uh, you know understanding like oh you and you know Johnny you know mended your your relationship. That's that's great. I I understand because I'm Cobra Kai and and he's not. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. Something like that. Um. What are your thoughts on uh because of you know I thought. This, that there was this setup in season four um the uh, i i thought aunt candace would be back but i was mm. a little surprised that brandon wasn't running around somewhere and so like it, it could have been you know late when sam visited her and maybe brandon could have been asleep but i was, yeah. I, was I was a little surprised um because that's kind of what something i was expecting to kind of see candace or brandon back at uh, for something yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I think what you pointed out before, there are just so many characters and there was so much to do this season in terms of the main storyline that they really didn't have a chance to delve as much into that. And I wonder if like the time that Tori was shown with Crease, you know, almost kind of rather than showing her more with her family and dealing with those difficult relatives, you know, she that was her B storyline, uh, you know, sort of working with crease and trying to take silver down from you know from the sidelines but uh yeah i mean there's definitely <laughs> remember though we have to remember like anthony disappeared for an entire season so when they're gone they're never gone for good <laughs> right no yeah. that's absolutely true yeah my uh on the on the uh note of um tori visiting crease my son's like well, that that's her grandfather. I was like, no, 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 no. She she's visiting him in prison, and you know they're not supposed to know that they're not related because yeah. she can't visit. But it's yeah. always fun watching with somebody a lot younger who doesn't really yeah. quite understand because because you don't you don't really um you know they process things differently. So it, it's kind of just interesting to hear my son's thoughts. But he yeah. was he uh oh gosh, what did my son say when when chosen was surrounded by those other senseis? He's like. Chosen got this. <laughs> I was like, I had to message you, Jake. Unless I just said that he's like, love it. I um, love it. Yeah, yeah. So he yeah, wasn't he, wrong. He wasn't no, wrong. He, he really wasn't wrong. Uh, my number four, which you kind of you know, briefly touch. I don't know if it's the same thing. If you even have it, but Mitch's heel turn, uh, oh. who who is a big wrestling fan. Um, so my finally moment is like he gets a name. I mean, he's had a name. Nobody's ever used it, and we've been wondering why. And so that just shows you guys like the level of the 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 intricate writing and the setup and um that the 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 show has. Like they these guys were uh, Chris and Mitch were wrestling fans, and I guess that's a huge expect. I don't do I don't do wrestling. Sorry guys. Okay, um, but a uh, uh, heel turn is is a big thing. I feel right. And yeah, so, yeah this makes sense for that character and yeah. um, being called penis breath for how many seasons, like a year and a half in, in their real world or whatever, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Still a year and a half because it's the second summer. I'm trying to, I'm trying to yeah, picture which yeah. season what it's happened. Time is, season time one is fuzzy. New school. Yeah, it really is. Um, So I believe there's still summer of 2019. Uh but but anyway, yeah, we've been called penis breath this entire time, and and he's right. He's like, I didn't want to leave Cobra Kai, you know. Yeah. And so so I, I I totally get all that, and I can understand. And um, whether you agree with his actions or not, at least understand where he's coming from. You know, totally. I don't think that's the the right decision, but it makes sense. It but makes sense. Like Although he he got a rude awakening because as soon as he revealed his double cross Kyler called him penis breath. So it's not as though he, uh, you know, has escaped that nickname, but oh. it, it does make sense for that character. Cause yeah, I mean, he's clearly been portrayed as somebody who is going to be dazzled by like, Ooh, look at the smoothie bar and look at the, you know, yeah. and you know, he's, um, 
And if he can't even get uh, the basic respect of people knowing his or using his name, but um, like his sensei, well, for example, you know, yeah, with, the, yeah. with the tight eagle fan shirt and yeah. not even using his name, yeah. um, the uh, you know the idea of having him dress up as as a girl to to yes. do the crush sort of it, yeah, I I get it, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, it it could be higher, but like some of the other ones I have in front of that, I, I felt were a little bit more kind of like finally, you know. So. Yes. 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 Uh, number uh, three to you, or did you have a comment? No, no, no. Number three for me. It's a finally ever since we saw the first trailer for season five, uh, and it's Chosen and Johnny hanging out together. Because like as soon as we knew that Chosen was coming back, and we saw that they, you know, he was going to be getting in the mix with with Silver, I was just excited to imagine what these two guys would talk about and what they would, you know, how they would interact with each other. And there's a great, uh, you know, really the scene really delivered in episode six when, you know, Daniel's totally depressed and he's demoralized. He's been beaten down by silver. He's decided I'm, I'm not fighting anymore. And so chosen and Johnny decide they're going to go to Cobra Kai to send a message. And on, as they're strolling through the parking lot, they start having this like, bully bonding session where they are talking about Daniel and they're like, you know, oh, well, I robbed him when he was on a date. Oh, yeah, I pushed him down a cliff, you know, and this turns into like, they're bonding over and sort of competing over who was a bigger bully. And then they this turns into a conversation of how today they admire Daniel. And they always in retrospect can see that he was admirable, honorable fighting for what he believed in. And I just loved that. I just loved the interaction between those two. And um, it, you know, I think that is a dynamic that I'd love to see more of if chosen sticks around. Absolutely. My, my favorite part of that conversation when um, uh, Johnny says, I saw him take a man down with the pressure board. It's like, you don't want to even admit that was you. Okay. So, <laughs> so I, I thought that was hilarious. Um, but also uh, in that very first trailer, I, I, I'm not sure if we saw any other moments with Chosen and Johnny, but I know there was the one point where Johnny like downs a beer, right? And there's that back shot and you see somebody in front of him, which we weren't sure if it was Chosen yet. And I know on a lot of um, um, some of the other YouTubers like uh, streams and stuff that mm -hmm. I would chime into whatnot. People are like, oh, is that chosen? And we couldn't really tell. And so when I went to go see Yuji, I, was, I showed him that screenshot. I go, yeah, a lot, a lot of us were wondering if this was like chosen, you know? And he looked at it. He's like, it could be. Yuji <laughs> <laughs> so good at dodging. He's so good. He's, he's not matrix. Gonna, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it just, uh, I mean, there's so much fun. They they have that conversation at the, uh, at the nightclub, you know, I believe it was Johnny who was talking to him about like, is there a special lady in your life? And, you Uncle know, Mo, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And, and and you know when they have their their i just i think that uh they they make sense as it's a different dynamic um in terms of i think that chosen doesn't get as flustered or frustrated with johnny's sort of like you know think you know shoot first ask questions later uh you know mentality as daniel does so it's they kind of uh there's a little bit more uh mutual uh respect there in terms of like they're both they want to go out and fight and so i love that dynamic and then having daniel in the middle uh especially on that night when they're all drunk in the in the party suv and daniel's like we're drunk we shouldn't be you know going to storm a guy's house and johnny's like that's exactly why we should be doing it because you know it's a terrible idea he'll never expect it so i do think that chosen and johnny uh are have a lot of similarities in their in their approach to conflict absolutely um i i think a lot of uh comedic moments from amanda also kind of involved chosen like that <laughs> the, the like the um when Amanda's like, Chosen, help me out here. Tell Johnny it's not a good idea. It's like, yeah, this is not a good idea. I'll go with you. Oh, yeah. You know, that's not what I meant. Not um, what I meant. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then the part where you mentioned in the finale where uh, same thing with Barnes and Johnny's like, yeah, let's go get that ponytail bastard, blah, blah, blah. And Joe's like, I know Silver's address. <laughs> he's, just, he's he's right or die, right? He's so, ready. He's not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, the Okinawan assassin, as, as she calls them, and um, I love that the one part you know on the topic of uh, Amanda. 
you know, uh, Chosen's like, uh, I can be a monster. I was like, I know you'd be a great monster or something yeah. like that. You know, <laughs> oh, Cordy is so good in this season. Uh, and yeah, she's she she's really great is. in every season, but uh, uh, I'm glad her, uh, glad she got uh, some more things to do here. Um, Absolutely. So that was your three? Yes. Okay. My number three is Amanda Steinberg. Look at that. Um, I I love it when we get last names. Yeah, like uh, I, I want to I, I like playing the name game. I haven't looked up uh, if there's a Steinberg, but a lot of the writers they have said usually they name characters just based off of people they know, mm-hmm. you know, Um, but uh, the the the, the whole well, just just the fact that Amanda was given more to do and we kind of got a setup from season three where we got the slap to crease. Yes. And uh, in season four that we find out her backstory with the tutor. We get more of that when she goes back to her hometown mm-hmm. and visits her cousin Jessica. Um, so that was my did not expect that because I felt uh, Jessica Andrews was made the least sense in returning. But oh my god, did they use her well in season five? Yes. And I I, I reached out to John. I was all like, I got emotional when Jessica told Amanda the story of the Cardi Kid three. Like I started to feel bad for Daniel when like. Anytime I watch Try to Get Three, I hate Daniel because of what he yeah. does to Miyagi. You yeah. know, uh, like all, all of those emotional uh, moments. But I they used her so well. Um, so uh, it, it, that's just one, one of the things. I, I, I love it when they, uh, you know, subvert my my expectation. Just like, ah, they're, they're not going to have Jessica Andrews, which I feel like I even told you, like, why would Chosen come to the U.S.? Right, <laughs> you know? right. And, and, yeah. And, yeah, and here he is, you know. And here he is. You know, Sensei Joe and all, all these things. <laughs> so good shout, so out good. To, shout out to joe pieroli who probably uh named the you know him sensei joe um but yeah just uh that that whole sequence i i i'd love to see um you know amanda get some slaps in and, and yes uh, that that little thing uh i i did wonder i was like oh are we gonna see amanda get you know uh, uh you know punch in the face or something you know because that it looked like they were setting up for that. It looked but, like um, they were ready to throw down there in that bar. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, and I'm glad Sam jumped in. So I know that's, that's a that's something different. They're a a child and parent fighting together. Yes, fighting so, on the same side. Yeah, and so you know that, that actually that actually ties into to my number two because what I love about that, I mean, I certainly love that the way that they brought uh, Jessica back. Um, but what I love about it, that taking it a step further, is we find through that they do so many things. They tell us how Daniel and Amanda met. And it's, you know, not only are they bringing this character back as fan service, they've now evolved it into a, 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 a evolution of the canon. So now we know that Jessica is cousins with Amanda and that when Amanda left Ohio to move to L.A., that Jessica put her in touch with her old friend, Daniel. And so now we also know how Daniel and Amanda met, which I don't think we really knew in the, in any real way. And so it, it, I loved the fact that they found a smart way that made sense to bring, uh, to bring uh, her back because you're right. She's not a character that everyone was clamoring to come back. You know, we all expected that Mike Barnes would be here this season, which he was, and it was great. You know, and I think they, you know, in terms of unexpected moments, you asked me earlier, I guess the one I would say is that he was a good guy in that, like he had turned his life around, he's made furniture for a living, you know, that. And so, I, you know, we knew he was coming, but this was an unexpected return. And the fact that they did it in a way that really enriched the story and the overall canon. Um, I love that. I think that was really clever. Yeah, I I mean I I can understand like um you know she went back to uh Columbus in the third movie but her aunt still owns that shop and we don't know mm-hmm. how long you know Miyagi's little trees was still around and so I can see them crossing paths again um so you know that uh, again they come up with everything they have such brilliant writers um yeah uh I feel me was there more on just, oh yeah so with the reveal of uh Ro- you know Robin Lively's return they they did at least to me what um they did to uh to me with the the um, alley in season three so in episode 303 johnny's at the hospital and he sees the back of this doctor blonde hair she turns around not alley right and then and then episode nine boom alley's right there so with the um jessica andrews like 
uh, Amanda was talking to her aunt. So I'm like, oh, who's this? Is this is this lady from the third movie? Like, I, I yeah. don't get it. And then boom, the cousin. And when she was all like, oh yeah, you, you know, when um, have fun hanging out with your cousin or or something. I was just like. Did, no, did they really? It, when they showed her, I was like, I can't believe they did it. So it's it was it was a welcome surprise for sure. You know? Yeah, it was very clever. Okay, so let's see. My number two was okay. So so I kind of cheated. It's it's kind of like a two in oneer. Um, That's fine. Yeah, since Johnny has two sons, and so uh, I have the Johnny and Robbie finally patching things up, but also Robbie and Miguel finally patching things up. Yes. My son thought that they were going to do the uh, season two finale again, but in reverse. Oh, and have I was, I didn't like it when they were up on the balcony and they're fighting. Uh, and I was like, no, 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 you better not. And yeah, yeah they there definitely. Was a, there yeah. was a lot of uh, um, speculations that it, it would carry on upstairs because of the trailer. Like people mm -hmm. were like, there's, there's a reason that they're showing this. And uh, shout out to my buddy Watch Party. He did a video uh, like about that fight and like, oh, well, this door says stairs. Like, we don't know if, if we've ever noticed that before. Are they going to go upstairs? And uh, he even reached out. He's like, well, you were standing in that courtyard. Do you remember any stairs? I go, well, we we didn't open up doors. Um, but I, I I feel like maybe they even added the stairs after my visit, you know, and, mm -hmm. um. But also, here's another thing I didn't expect, and thank you, but there's another resident in, in the Regina oh. Heights. We've seen, like, I feel like there's maybe one other that we've seen at some point in season one. I could be making that up. Um, but, yeah, I love that. And go back inside. <laughs> it was so random. I, I want to go back and, and see if if, some, if he's some, like, somebody part of the crew or whatever. But that's that I was pretty that, hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, j just the fact that um, a lot of the uh, Johnny and Robbie moments early on were pretty wholesome. Like we we just talked about uh, 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 Amanda and oh god, so many names. Amanda and Sam, uh, and Sam helping out Amanda in the bar. We got Robbie helping Johnny with the uh, the surfer guy. Yeah, you know. And so um, that's something that I was like, oh, well, holy cow! Like they. Like Robbie is fighting with his dad and yeah. you know, him calling him dad. So like that whole journey. And I just love uh, the moment where Johnny was like on, on the phone with Carmen and Robbie, you know, like it's just a quick shot. You know, you blink and you miss it. But, you know, he just kind of I, I think he's processing like my my dad really likes this woman, you know, who is Miguel's yeah. mom, you know. So like you kind of see the wheels turning. And uh, again, th these episodes are less than 40 minutes. They only get 10 a season. And so they use their time wisely. Um, I know like after my first initial thought, I just had so many questions. And, and um, you know, I, I probably had some in my mind were actual criticisms. And, and, and like after, you know, more watchings, I was like, okay, I think that's why they did this. And it just made more sense to me uh, to think of it that way. Like those little things that they show of like, oh, Robbie just glancing over, you know, instead of like a whole blown dialogue and conversation, yeah. it's like, Robbie yeah. gets it. Like if you're paying attention, Robbie just gets it. Um, and just well, and his, oh, sorry, go on. Oh, I was just going to say, and, and, and finally him and him and Miguel, Robbie, that is, that the these teenagers figured it out in in less than thirty five years, so I'm 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 glad for them. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just like, hey, look, I I respect your dad. You know, I I love him. You know, as well. You know, it's like, okay, well, all right, well, you know, that's brothers. You know, we'll we'll see, we'll see. We got a whole. And when they find out they're gonna that uh, Johnny and Carmen are having a baby, that reaction was so sweet. The fact that they were both so psyched, and I think that's another. You know, and they that's great, Dad, and they're hugging. Johnny and I, I think them having this this baby in common too that they'll want to, you know, be older brothers too. I think is uh, another reason why they'll be able to maintain putting their, you know, their their grudge in the past and moving forward as a family. Absolutely, and I want to send something to the internet, and I, I mentioned it on a previous episode. I believe it was our prop bets and uh, predictions episode, but uh, I. I, they they clearly have an end game, but at some point there's got to be a wedding, and Robbie and Miguel have to fight for that last piece of the wedding cake. That it's it has to Somebody's happen. Somebody's got to get thrown into a wedding cake, right? Like yeah, it's got to yeah. be there, multi tears, and there will be a fight that breaks out in the cake. Uh, and, I just, yeah, Anthony's 100%. gonna be upset that that yeah. he didn't get a piece, you know. So that that all has to happen. So you you clearly agree. So come on, writers, on board, uh, on board. Yeah. Yes. 
All right. So you're number one. Well, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that I uh, have a soft spot in my heart for Anthony LaRusso. I've always loved him since he was the chubby little wise ass in the background playing video games, had no interest in karate. And so, and I love his evolution. And my uh, finally, number one, finally moment is that he's now in the mix as a training in Miyagi-Do slash Eagle Fang. And while we don't really get to see him do any karate this season, you know, he certainly like has a ways to go. He completely surrenders during the egg challenge. And, you know, we, we don't really even see him do any actual karate. That said, he plays a key role in, in the climactic uh, battle. You know, he becomes the egg while he's holding the, the tablet that's uploading the, the incriminating video and they all protect him. Um, I love seeing him in this mix and seeing him want to at least try to take part in karate. And, you know, because I love that actor. He's so he's, you know, very he's got a great combination of sort of smart aleck uh wit and then vulnerable young boy charm and so you know as we saw with kenny kenny started last season as a novice and now he's like a freaking black belt or whatever so um i would i would hope that by next season which we all know there's going to be a next season we're not even pretending that netflix is not going to green light it that by next season he's doing some legit karate like i would like to see him actually doing some moves and defending himself in a fight um I just, but that was my finally moment of of getting him in the dojo and getting him to be part of the larger team. Uh, yeah. Excuse me. I, I think um, Griffin is just surrounded by so good, really great actors. Like we, we, uh, I, I know at the very least, I gushed about um, his acting in season four. You know, we were just kind of blown away by what Griffin gave us because we saw so little of him uh, previously. Uh, but, you know, just having Ralph and Courtney as as his TV parent, I'm sure uh, Billy's around often. Yeah. And so, yeah, he, he's he's in great hands uh, w- with that cast there. Um, th- do you think... Because again, it's just one of those setups where like, did they pivot or or did we actually get it in season five? But in season four... You know, uh, Daniel tells Anthony, oh, Mr. Miyagi says that you're going to be the protector of the family. Do you think that sequence in season five was it or do you think there's still more to come? Because we did see him in a gi with a white belt to what you're saying. Yeah. Like he's just now starting. It's just, I think, it's it's, I think there's more to come. I think just literally that actor hasn't had any occasion to train in terms of like his storylines have not really given him any uh you know occasion to train in uh, the way the other younger cast has and so i'm hoping that during this hiatus and whenever they you know because i would love to see him not necessarily get revenge on kenny but be able to hold his own in an actual fight with kenny as opposed to being you know put in a whole thing of inner tubes and pushed into the lazy river or whatever you know because he he is he definitely wants now clearly wants to learn how to defend himself and be part of this. And so um, I hope that we get to see more of that. And, uh, you know, I think he, it makes sense that in this season, he just didn't, there wasn't really a lot for him. It it wouldn't have made, it would have been very far-fetched in a show that is already, already traffics in the far-fetched. It would have been very far-fetched if he had suddenly been able to like really participate in a fight, but I think that could be coming. Yeah, I, I think so, too. And, you know, the, uh, he even has a moment with Sam where she's like, wait, dad didn't teach you wax on wax off. I'm glad that was addressed. But holy cow, yeah. even with um, uh, with, with Robbie, like he he he's so smart. And in season two, you know, he's sitting in the car with Johnny on that first day of school. He's like, you know, you you two could learn a lot from each other. And he's here. He is harking the same thing to like Anthony. Yeah. You know, you and Kenny can learn or no, he said, no, he says that to Kenny because Kenny had just witnessed uh, him and Anthony talking. He's like, Oh, what is this? What is this shit? You know, now you're teaching him or whatever. So, um, and, and, but then, yeah, in the, was it the, uh, the courtyard fight with Miguel? He took his own advice there. You know, it was like, yeah, we just stop and talk. Like we can, we can get along. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they figured it out, and then there was no more beefs the rest of the season. I'm yeah, just, you know, like thank you. Yeah, you know, because it's like, you know, if if Johnny and Daniel could finally do it, oh 
oh, I forgot about that. Um, you know, yeah. Johnny goggling on, on online, which I feel we should have gotten in season two when he learned how to use the internet when he was already goggling. And now we <laughs> but, have, I, I, didn't we see, doesn't he only have like four or five searches in his, uh, like when he started typing in, it was like how to baby proof or, or like what to do when you're having a baby. And it was like, there were like two or three other searches underneath, which I loved. It was like hot chicks and and what how to tell your student like i love that it still had the old search how to yeah. tell your student you're banging his mom i totally missed and, that yeah yeah and so like it, the implication was that he's really only goggled like four times in his life <laughs> 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 which is amazing hey johnny you know and you know did even um accidentally wait did, did he actually look up the um the wet t-shirt contest i i, I kind of forget or was that one of those accidents or something you know, where I think it was, I think it was, my recollection is that it was like part of the, you know, he just typed in hot chicks or something. (laughs) Okay. Because uh, I was like, if, if I was Johnny and just discovered that, like it'd be more than four searches, but that's, that's fine. I think the four searches is, is peak Johnny there. It is. It is. That's it. Uh, Wait until he finds out that he can do that on his um, smartphone. I know. Uh, All right. My number one, uh, that's a really good one that you had there. Um, uh, my number one is let chosen kick ass. It's just it's it, it's simple. Like I um I was <laughs> I, I don't think I was concerned, but I did wonder um based off of season three mm-hmm. where we know that chosen some sort of teacher. We didn't know exactly what he taught. We knew that he had the scrolls, and the fact that he was back in season four. I said you know I was kind of thinking please don't let him just be a sensei or or even just you know to kind of fill in that Miyagi character role you know and and we we got a lot of that but then we got a lot of karate kid 2 chosen which is what i've been wanting in and a a blending of the both from you know uh yuji's portrayal of that so i i I really love that and i love that we got the the uh the episode two with the six senseis and uh obviously watch party called him sparky but the blonde sensei yes yes that was fun but oh my god the fight between chosen and terry silver with weapons with weapons with weapons that's that was quite amazing and um so finally we we got to see not not only a uh a fight with weapons with the adults but yeah just chosen just being an ultimate badass um, yeah, so, there we go. And they they definitely uh, you know did the uh, pulled a check off with the uh, what are they called the sigh you know because like, they showed the um, the pitchfork oh, yeah. type weapon where you know we knew that from the trailer that uh, that chosen had those and you know because he pulled them out and Daniel says no don't literally cut his head off you know and so we and we knew also uh, I believe it was did we know that when they went out to the nightclub that. He I mean, his jacket. So they clearly, if they hadn't let him use them at some point, it would have been, you know, a missed opportunity. But I love that, you know, and when, as you mentioned earlier, when Terry sort of, you know, I want to show you something, let's look at my sword collection. Like they definitely were sort of hinting, like there's going to be a big showdown here and they're each going to come with their own weapon of choice. Uh, and it didn't disappoint. Oh, not, not at all. I, I'm just thinking about that that showdown. That that's that's a great word, and um, you know, I I've never. I'm trying to think if I've actually seen like Thomas with a weapon other than a gun in like previous movies, but yeah, him with a sword. It's a great look. Um, just a a standoff between two ultimate badasses and uh, chosen just not. Oh god! And, and what about the the added line that we didn't get in the trailer? Boom, you <laughs> Boom. know. So for yeah. any, anyone that listened to my interview with Michael Jonathan Smith, um, that I uh, re- recently uh, released uh, when he talks about four oh nine, we talked a little bit about the trailer because it had just come out, and he actually. I, I just listened back to it. He actually uh, accidentally slips the boom line. He was like, "Oh yeah, boom! You know, I'm gasoline." Or you know, I was just like, "Oh, he says it because like nobody knows that." Yeah, it, boom comes right after that. So um, I like that. And Terry Silver is just so dismissive of it. Like, just, uh, just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> drinks on my tab. That's cute. I That's know. cute. Chosen. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So good. Um, but yeah, the uh, the the sigh. Uh, I I love the the setup because it's kind of like. 
Well, that's uh, apparently that's his weapon of choice. We saw it mm -hmm. in season three. And so like, well, how would he have those available to him? You know, like I don't I don't remember if Terry even had size in, in his um, weapons room. And so I just love the idea that Chosen's like carrying it around because I did wonder. I was like in that trailer, I was like, where, where did those even come from? But then if you watch the episode, like he has it in a bag. I was like, yeah. so he also got through TSA with the. Yeah, uh, apparently, maybe if you check it in under carriage, I, I guess it's okay. Exactly, maybe he has a license to carry it. I don't know, yeah, but and you know, we know at the beginning of that night on on the um at the nightclub, you know, he he doesn't want to drink because he wants to stay on alert, and and so he obviously came armed, ready to to be on alert in case Silver attacked, and then. Uh, when Daniel gives him the night off, you know, uh, he's still got him with him. But, uh, you know, it, it can't be that safe to be wielding those kind of weapons when you've had that many Long Island iced teas. And, and well, it, this is true, because I was about to say, uh, yeah, what about the dancing? But he had to check in the, uh, that the size at the door. So so he's OK there. Yeah. I want to I want to get your thoughts on something. Um, there, there's a point in. I think I think it was 409 when um, they're talking about going to go party or whatnot. And Chosen talks about like, oh, got to keep mind sharp, you know, to not drink or whatnot. In episode two, where he's having drinks with Terry Silver. Um, do you think the slip of the tongue, Kari, did, do you think that that was just from the little bit of the drinking the whiskey? Or do you think that he was that, that was just Chosen slipping? I think it was him just slipping, you know, because it, 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 it's almost like a muscle memory, you know, for him to say that when he toasts as opposed to uh the other toast uh that that uh, i don't remember exactly what it was so yeah i think it was more yeah i i think i don't think it was necessarily that he was loopy from you know uh from a hit of sake i think it was more just that he you know that's what he had how he traditionally you know toasts yeah. uh that drink but it was it was a clever way for for terry to figure it out you know and it certainly shows chosen and daniel how how detail how much detail and how how thoroughly terry knows his subject you know he's not going to be somebody who's easy to fool because he is so well versed in this entire world not just you know the idea of cobra kai I mean, and that's another like movie TV trope right there. It, like yeah. when you infiltrate, when you're a mole, you're going to slip, it, especially if you're trying to um, kind of uh, disguise yourself as like yeah. somebody from another place. Like you really got to do your homework. Uh, but um, also like what, what you're saying about the, 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 the tell, you know, it reminded me of like Inglorious Bastards mm -hmm. where like Michael Fassbender, I, I don't know if he did like three, he orders three or something. And and that was the tell that like, oh, yeah. you're you're on the wrong side because you held your fingers differently. So that that's yeah. the feel that he gave me. I was like, ah, damn it, Chosen. But um, it's it, it was a good payoff and uh, call back when Terry was like, what was it that you said? You know, if I cross this line, like you will beg yeah. for mercy. Oh God, so good. <laughs> and now I've crossed it again and again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Such a badass. Yeah, I know. Um, so before we uh, recap our five, did you have any honorable mentions, things that just uh, didn't quite make your list? Uh, you know, I think um, other than, we knew that uh, the way that Barnes was, we knew Barnes was going to come uh, this season. And I guess I would say I, this isn't a finally moment, but more unexpected, just that he was there and then he disappeared for several episodes, but I love the way that he came back in the end. Um, uh, you know, cause I would have been really bummed if he just left town after his, his, his furniture store burned down and then there was, and we didn't see him again. So I did, I did like that, but yeah, in terms of finally moments, no, I think we've, we've covered them. I I have one that was like like a five B, you know. Okay. So um, I've been I've been waiting for this ever since two ten. The Cobra Mobile. Oh uh, yes. Given to Raymond Porter. Yes. <laughs> so uh, I I do like that, but yeah, just the um and and I love it too that like nobody actually stole it, like it was just impounded, you know, like it yeah. was just in 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 some uh, some lot. So. Um, I, we, we always joked that like, you know, maybe we're going to see homeless Lynn with it one day. Yeah. Um, yeah. uh, Gabriel Rodriguez who played, uh, Juan who stomps 
Johnny in uh, 301, he, we follow each other uh, on social media and he tuned into one of my lives one day. And uh, I was like, oh, it would be funny if we saw uh, Juan driving it one day and was just like, hey, homie, you know, like I, I, got, <laughs> you know, I, got, I got the coat. <laughs> Can you imagine? But, but I just I love. Yeah. Somehow Terry Silver finds it and gives it uh, to Raymond Porter as a present. Yes. Um, and my other one, which is a, a finally moment, which is uh, also kind of like did not expect that was chosen scam from credit to gets brought up. Oh, right. <laughs> Even Amanda, like she questions it. Um, Ken Cole, uh, my, my buddy, we I I was on his channel and we 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 had a huge discussion, which I I, I put on um, the podcast feed as well, where we talked about the credit kid too. And at some point, it occurred to me, I go, you know what? Maybe Chosen was a good guy after all. That scam, that was for the villagers. Like Sato yeah. didn't know, you know, another unexpected flashback yeah. of Sato, e even though I kind of called it, but I said that ironically. Didn't think that they were actually going to do it, but um, yeah, I was like, well. Yeah, chosen was uh, his game was to give people more money, and his uncle yeah. didn't know that. And he, here comes Daniel LaRusso messing up his scam, you know. So, yeah, chosen was clearly a good guy in the second movie. That's funny, yeah. No, I love that they were like, That's not a really good scam. <laughs> it is, yeah. it is, uh, they've done a good job whenever they address sort of the the uh, sort of faults of the of the sequels without you know without any derision it's done with sort of a a, a tongue-in-cheek way certainly i mean i think terry silver's first uh uh mention when he says you know i spent you know i spent weeks uh terrorizing a teenager over a, a local karate tournament it sounds insane when you say it out loud you know and it's true like it does uh, but they do it in a way where they are acknowledging you know like we got to acknowledge the fact that that plot was ridiculous and then we're going to move on you know but they yeah. do it in a way that feels authentic you know i i i think the other reason i reached out to you and said let's do finally moments because like i was <laughs> really i had writer's block for yeah for um things i didn't expect but but i like as we we're like kind of talking like more things are starting starting to pop up in my head like i did not expect to see a flashback of master kim sung young you yeah know, teaching oh, terry yeah, and, and, yeah. and young crease like that's something that i've been wanting answered and and there it is so yes they they did actually learn under him um uh after the uh vietnam and stuff so uh that, that was interesting and something else i had in my mind but it is totally fine but um, lots of things, obviously, we didn't expect. You you want to have a lot of like, wow, I didn't expect that because you want to be surprised and you, yeah. you want to not be able to be, uh, you don't want to be able to predict things, you know, exactly. because, yeah, then 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 you're saying that the writing is predictable. So yeah. I'm glad that they um, keep us, uh, kept me on the edge of my seat and I felt the tension in episode two was thick. Yes. Like it was so thick. Okay, Kristen, uh, again, just to recap your top five um, of uh, yeah. finally moments. So number five, Amanda hitting a breaking point and, uh, you know, drawing a line with Daniel and his uh, battle for the soul of the valley. Uh, number four was Tori and Sam kind of coming to an understanding and working together uh, in that final fight to, uh, to defend themselves against Sensei Kim. Uh, number three, John, Chosen and Johnny just hanging out and, and, and shooting the breeze as, you know, fellow reformed bullies. I loved that. Uh, the reveal of how Daniel and Amanda met was my number two in terms of, and how it was done through the, uh, return of the Jessica, uh, character, Jessica, Jessica Andrews' character. And finally, my number one finally moment is Andrew Russo getting in on the dojo action. Though he didn't really fight, he's definitely in the mix and he helped the team at that final battle, uh, you know, upload the video. So I hope to see more of him uh, eventually kicking some butt. Yeah, I, I do like how they, they, they do this thing where... Um... Like like Johnny in season four, you know, like oh yeah, Applebee's, you know, their loaded potato soup, right? <laughs> and then that's it. Anthony had a very similar thing. Wait, did you put like milk in a glass locker? Yeah, we put it back. You know, yeah, just, yeah, I can't it. really. <laughs> yeah, 
I don't really know how we got it in. It got the bag, you know, like don't ask too many questions. Exactly. That's something like Hayden likes to say on Twitter too. Like, you know, you guys start asking too many questions and, you know, you can see the scenes and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. I love how they incorporate that too. My number five was I'm glad that some of Hawk's bad doings from the previous seasons were addressed by Robbie. Um, Number four was Mitch's uh, heel turn. Just the, the, my finally moment was like, he finally got a name or his name was used. Um, yes, exactly. Uh, number three, uh, Amanda Steinberg, just that that whole thing that wow, Amanda gets uh, more physical uh, after the slap because everyone's like, oh, maybe she'll slap Terry Silver in season five. So <laughs> um, not quite there, but uh, I, I love I just love that Amanda has her own mean girl. Yes. You know, and uh, I, I forget her name, but like there's the talk about the tramp stamp and that yes. took me back a little bit, you know, so it's like I Okay, I remember that term. Um, two was Johnny and Robbie making amends, but also Robbie and Miguel, just that whole uh um you know father-son triangle, I guess. Yeah. And number one, just letting chosen uh kick ass, just being the badass uh, that he actually is. So so good. Yeah. Yuji talked about how he got in shape and you know was ready for this. So um yeah, uh, you love to see it and we love to see it back uh in, in season six. When, Agreed. When yeah, when they start writing that. So, uh, Kristen is is always a pleasure. Uh, always fun. Um, speaking with you, and and it, it's great that yeah, if this could become a tradition where we kick off like a new season having this fun discussion, maybe maybe season six is a, a different top five. But you know, I, I really do enjoy these. Me too. And I look. Yes, I think we should uh, mark our calendars for sometime next year. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's that's for, what it sounds like. Six. Definitely not getting season six before uh, uh, 2023. So um, no. it, you you mentioned um, the, the thing with Thomas and Yuji previously and upcoming, you'll have something with just Yuji? Uh, I will have a piece on a premiere day with uh, Yuji uh, talking a little bit more from our interview, our preview interview. And then uh, next week, after everybody's had a chance to watch it, we'll do some burning questions about the season with the big three and possibly a couple other pieces uh, that are currently in the works. Might uh, might get to speak to uh, Mike Barnes himself. Uh, so we'll, uh, but you can just check back uh, or check, follow EW on Twitter at EW and uh, you'll see all the Cobra Kai stuff we have as it rolls out. Yeah, or or also you know turn on notifications for you on twitter you know you, okay. you share your content um what what uh what, what other shows are you currently covering that people might be interested in <laughs> well um i'm not sure how much overlap there is uh between cobra kai audience and the bachelorette bachelor in paradise audience that's my big other uh beat in terms of recapping and things like that um but then you know beyond that i'll just be reviewing uh you know the new fall shows as they roll out. Um, but Cobra Kai and the Bachelor franchise are the two that I cover, you know, regularly as a reporter. Um, and then I just, you know, review, review, review all the new stuff as it comes out. Is there anything new in the fall that you've already seen that uh, is something that we should we should keep an eye on? I'm always looking for, you know, yeah. new, new and great uh, suggestions. I've got a list right here that I'm starting. You know, there's actually a show. It depends on what you're uh, what you're in the mood for, but there's a uh, a show on Hulu coming out called Reboot, and it's from the people who did uh, Modern Family, Steve Lev- Levitan, and it's about um, it's a show within a show. It's essentially about a, a group of people who starred in in a sort of cheesy '80s sitcom. Um, and they come together to do a reboot of the show, you know, which is very popular now. And, and they have to kind of, so it's a workplace comedy about them filming this reboot of the show, but they have to deal with all these sort of longstanding personal interpersonal issues that they've had um, from their previous run on the show. And it's got a great cast. It's um, Keegan, Michael Key, Johnny Knoxville, um, Paul Reiser, um, uh, I'm blanking the the creator and star of my crazy ex-girlfriend. She's in it. She's incredible. Um, and so it's really, it's very funny. It's a, it's a show about 
television, which, you know, sometimes can feel too inside, but I, I think it's a really well done. Oh, and Judy Greer is in it too. She's great. And so it's got, it's a really funny, smart, uh, you know, uh, sort of co comedy satire of the industry. I really enjoyed it. That's that sounds like up our alleys. If we all yeah. reboots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, there, there was this, that, that one show. Oh gosh. Was it Netflix? Um, friends in college or something like that oh yeah um also, yes yeah. i know what you're talking about yeah 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 so that that um it's not the same but it, it's it's kind of like that like uh kind of going back and um you know you got all these like dynamics from the past yes yeah yeah so so i I'm, i i, I yeah. can kind of see the the parallels there but um i'm i'm gonna check that out that you should that's, it's uh, funny yeah sitcom 30 minutes something like that yeah you know it's streaming so they're uh 30 ish but yeah it's, it's essentially half hour and it's funny it's uh very um it's it's a does a good job telling a sitcom story while sort of uh satirizing and and parodying what it is to tell a sitcom story the writing process and how you know because there is a generation gap in that paul riser is the former showrunner and he's old school and then there's a younger writer who comes in and wants to update the comedy and they are constantly sort of at loggerheads about what's funny and uh and what you can say and what you can't say today you know things like that so oh i like that yeah. it, it uh, almost sounds like you know like a johnny and miguel <laughs> yeah exactly too, you know? exactly so, yeah. you're doing an awful lot of genderizing yeah, that's yeah, one of my favorite season one lines it's a great line i mean there's so many lines and i i feel season five is going to have so many quotes yes. you know um i, I was watching it and i'm like there's, there's going to be so many uh screenshots of all, all these different like I, I can already see it all over twitter and instagram yeah. but uh and also memes going to be so many memes um this season's full of it uh and kristen where, where can people um find you you, you mentioned ew.com for for your piece but uh in terms of a social media follow if you, uh they can follow me on twitter at on twitter at kristen g baldwin and it's kristen with an e all right. And for me, you guys can find me on Twitter at Cobra Kai Pod, on Instagram at Cobra Kai Companion, Companion spelled with the K. Uh, I've updated the website with, um, I mean, we're recording this beforehand. I hope to have all the interviews up now with my non-spoiler, but uh, at the very least, the non-spoiler review will be there. But you guys probably have already seen the season at this point. But uh, the website is there and I've updated it, which is something I've been saying for the past year or so. Um, so that's going to do it. Thanks again for Kristen uh, uh, joining uh, me on this episode today. And we'll see you guys next time. Haven't you done enough, princess?